0: I'm Junie Felix, and this is Moving Forward, Tiny Habits for Successful Soul Care. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope and I pray that you and I can encourage one another to walk by faith and to live out of love instead of fear more and more every single day. One of my favorite scriptures of all time is tiny. Of course, it's tiny, but it's absolutely mighty. It's in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 16, and it says this, do everything in love. That's it. It's so tiny, yet so mighty, that even if you decided to memorize just one verse in the Bible, this one could very well be the only one that you'd need. Now, a friend posted a graphic on Instagram recently with this verse, along with a tiny little question, and it simply said, everything, how? And Joe, if you're listening, thank you so much for inspiring this newest episode today. I'm so glad you posted the question because it's one of my favorite questions of all. Because the answer is so simple. Yet because so few of us understand relational attachment love, we often make things so complicated when it's simplicity. We know this to be a fact as behavior designers. Simplicity is what changes behavior. I think that it's because of what we, I I call it the go big or go home myth that so many of us here in the United States are exposed to every single day of our lives, beginning around age five, like kindergarten age, go big or go home. We all love the romantic proposals, you know where the guy hires the pilot to write his beloved's name in the sky for everyone to see. We love a good anniversary celebration or an awesome birthday party. And these are all wonderful celebrations of love and appreciation for the people that we love. But I believe the way that we gain victory in this area of life, how do we do everything in love, is that we scale it down Make it tiny, make love tiny, and that's what really adds value and real life to your life. There was this one guy who was a, a prior military, I mean, he was a soldier, and after he served his enlistment term, he dreamed of ways to serve God with his whole heart and his whole life, and so he just gave up everything. He went all Abraham with it, relocated to a place where he could do that very thing, just focus on God, how to love and honor God. But however, you know, life took an unexpected turn as it so often does (laughs) when we make our plans. And when he was given his first assignment at the ministry, and from what I know, this was the first and only assignment. He must have been really good at it because this is all I know that he did. He was quickly put in charge of tasks like cleaning and cooking, while others had the task that at face value seemed to be more godly and glorious. Yet, as far as we know, He did not let this bother him. And because he was willing to accept his quiet, tiny, behind-the-scenes task, he became a legend in the faith for generations to come. And maybe you've heard of him. He's called Brother Lawrence, and he's most known for his writings on how to practice the presence of God. And one of the best quick reads you can find when it comes to successful soul care is that little book, Practicing the Presence of God, because God gifted him, I think because he was so proud of him for coming to this realization, but he was gifted with the ability to see how to live out our calling. And I I mean it, yours and mine, we have the same calling. And it's so simple. Love the Lord your God with heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. We've got this miraculous, beautiful calling because we are miraculous, beautiful works of God. We are to live out His love through tiny but mighty acts of love. And one of my favorite prayers that Brother Lawrence prayed is this one. He said, Lord of all pots and pans and things, since I have no time to be a great saint by doing lovely things, make me a saint by getting meals and washing up the plates. Now, there's a few little, um, there's a few verses in this prayer that I left out there, but the quick version of it, you know, I like to keep it tiny, keep it specific. Lord of all pots and pans and things. Since I have no time to be a great saint by doing lovely things, and then he goes and explains some of the things that he had in mind, you and I could fill in the blank. You know, what are those big tasks that make us say, oh, my goodness gracious, I could never do that. I'm not called to full-time ministry. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a Bible study leader, or, you know, all the excuses that we make um, to discourage or, you know, even diminish this beautiful call of God that we each have the same. We are a royal priesthood, each and every one. So he filled in the blank with some of those glorious things lovely things. And then he wraps up that part of the prayer by saying, make me a saint by getting meals and washing up the plates. So tiny, so simple. He's also attributed with saying, And I quote, in the noise and clatter of my kitchen, while several persons are at the same time calling for different things. Now, I don't cook, but as a mom, I know what this is like. Sometimes I just have two, and sometimes I feel really outnumbered. But in the noise and the clatter, with many different demands on us, whatever it is in your life that there's noise, there's different demands, Brother Lawrence prayed, "'I possess God as in great tranquility, as if I were upon my knees in the chapel.'" Oh, isn't that good? And I believe that Brother Lawrence understood that being saved doesn't happen... in in completion until we are face-to-face with Jesus. I think he understood that we are each and every one of us creatures in process, that incremental process that I love sharing about. Salvation isn't a one-time thing that happens in this one moment and all of a sudden you're done. It's just the beginning of this other realm living, I call it, a realm of love, purpose, strength, and hope that never runs out. And I know with all my heart that when Jesus said in John 13, he said, By love, the world will know that you and I are his children. It's our mark as children of God. We are to be those who choose to live out of his love. And this ability to live out of the love of God, no matter how tiny, that's what makes us human it makes us human beings. Anything less than that, authentic love that attaches us to God, it's like a Wi-Fi connection that can never be broken, that attachment love that it, that brings us so close to God and gives us the ability to live in His presence. That's the kind of love we read about that does no harm. You can find that in Romans 13. So, anything less than that, in my opinion, is simply inhumane. So, does that mean that you and I have to be perfect? Well, no, we are human and only God is perfect. There's so much peace to be found when we understand that God is not expecting you and me to never make mistakes. That's just not going to happen. We're kids and kids make mistakes. It's not about perfection. He's looking for faith faith that believes enough to manifest His love, beginning with our thoughts, our attentions, our habits, those behaviors that result from all of those things at the tiniest level, because human life is all about the baby steps. We do everything in love when we live with a thankful, second-by-second awareness of the fact that no matter what we feel or what we even think, God is indeed with us. It's His presence that brings us rest and courage to live out that love, and that He does, in fact, love you and me enough to come Himself. And pay the price for all of our rebellions and refusals of His love, our accusations against Him when all He does is right and good and love. And to show us how to do everything in love, He came to be our example And the way we can kind of flesh this out or really flesh this out, not kind of, is to just live with a thankful second by second awareness of His presence, living in His love. Jesus said, abide in me. That's how He explained it, empowered by His spirit of strength and wisdom all day long. And this is the kind of tiny, courageous, incremental, loving mindset that turns the mundane into the miraculous because it reminds us that apart from the love of God, we can do nothing. And I'm quoting Jesus there, nada. (laughs) So, all throughout the day, one of the tiny habits that builds up this kind of loving perspective is the habit of taking what I call a two-minute tiny but mighty meditation break between every task. Our brains need a full two minutes to completely calm down and with deep breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth as if exhaling through a smoothie straw you can calm your mind and find rest in His love. I like to recite part of my memory verse as a whisper on the exhale when I'm going through a really stressful season. So in through the nose and exhale, do everything in love. Or be still. Or my favorite tiny prayer, thank you, Jesus. Two minutes to take a time out and be reminded that God is with you, and He is so worthy of our appreciation for being the author and the founder of love. This tiny habit creates a spiritual reset any time of day, and it gives you the ability to accomplish the one thing that truly makes us unique creatures in the universe, the ability that you and I have to choose to do everything in love with appreciation and joy because we were first loved. And I know, I know I can get really excited about these things. This is one of my favorite topics, but I understand if you're like me and you're a complex trauma survivor, hearing these things can be a little confusing at first when you're just getting to know and understand the protective love of God and how He protected that core of who He made you to be. You're still here. You're listening today because of love. It's all about the baby steps. So I'm just really grateful to, to know that you chose to listen today. So thank you so much for that. And I'd also love to hear how you would answer this question. How can you and I do everything in love? I'd love to hear from you on Instagram. Just look for Tiny Habits for Successful Soul Care, or you can find me, Junie Felix, on Instagram. And I also hope you'll stop by juniefelix.com. I have more encouraging resources designed with you in mind, many resources specifically for complex trauma survivors. You are not forgotten, and you are not alone. And guess what? You can also get updates on my newest adventure with my publisher, Nav Press. It's called You Are Worth the Work, because you are. Moving forward from trauma to faith.